I'm Shanna Hutchison, dietitian, blogger, and mama, born and raised in the heart of the Midwest. I believe that wellness goes way beyond what we eat and that our body size does not determine our worth. I'm passionate about showing other women how to live a life they truly love, one that feels purposeful, that helps them feel their best physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that being a mom can be one of the best things you ever do without it becoming your entire identity. This is a place you can come to hear vulnerable and interesting conversations about health and wellness, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and more. If you want to find freedom with food, learn how to improve your overall well-being, and stop waiting for a number on the scale to start living your best life and go after your goals, then you're in the right place. I'm so excited to learn and grow together. This is the Wellness for the Win podcast. Hello, everyone. Oh my gosh, I am back on the mic. Don't expect this to be like a weekly occurrence by any means um, for a while, but I just had a spare moment and figured, hey, let's just record a random little, hopefully short-ish episode. My goal is like 30 minutes, so we'll see how that goes. But I am holding Levi in my arms. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. You want to make some noise? <laughs> um. So... I'm going to just fire off a few random things. So I'm thinking that I'm going to go over some random things that I'm loving right now. And then I'm going to answer some random questions that I just got on a question box on Instagram. And we'll go from there. And I'll probably talk about some random other things that come up along the way. So starting off with random things I'm loving. I just recently got some roastery autumn harvest K-cups. In case you didn't know, they do sell K-cups Um, I bought them straight from their website and they are so good. Like the Autumn Harvest specifically, I got it on on their website and I literally go to bed like excited to drink it in the morning. So and I'm also really proud of myself because I got so spoiled with um, the roasteries like expensive iced coffee (laughs) while I was in the hospital for six weeks. I was like that was how I justified um, getting it. I was like, well, if I'm going to be miserable in the hospital, I might as well spend eight dollars on coffee every day. Right. So now I'm drinking hot coffee at home from my Keurig, and so I'm proud of myself for that. And then someone told me to try their Betty Brew uh, flavor of K-Cups, and apparently they're available at Target. So that is also on my list to try um, if anyone is curious about more coffee recommendations. And that's something that, um, you know, for non-local people who don't have like a roastery near them, you can get their stuff online. So anyway, that's a a shout out for a local company. Another local um, KC company that I wanted to shout out is Light Bites KC because she just in the last week sent me some or actually dropped on my porch some Butterfinger peanut butter protein bites and granola and they're both freaking amazingly delicious. So I wanted to give her a shout out. So check her out on Instagram, Light Bites KC. It's L-I-T-E Bites KC. Um, Really, really yummy snacks. Another thing that I wanted to share, just like, again, like I said, this is super random. So something that I'm loving, um, a song that I'm loving right now is Hallelujah Even Here by Lydia Laird. It's really good. Um, I've kind of mentioned this on my stories before, but like since Levi was born, I like before he was born, I listened to podcasts like 24 seven, like every time I was in the car or took a walk or was folding laundry or whatever like I was constantly listening to podcasts and then um since he was since he's been born I haven't like at all because I feel like there was always something like that was a little bit triggering whether it was talking about 
it's amazing once you've like been through birth trauma, you realize like how often birth comes up in conversation. Um, and sometimes it's hard to hear or or even like discussion about like baby stuff or like milestones or whatever. Just things come up that you're like, uh, I don't really I can't really handle hearing that right now. So it's been a weird like break for me that I'm not not listening to podcasts and a lot of the podcasts I used to listen to were, were like kind of like business related and that obviously has been kind of like on hold as well so not super like don't have time exactly to think about how am I going to grow my business and try new things from business blah 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 so anyway haven't really listened to podcasts lately but I did listen to another herself podcast episode this week so I feel like I'm kind of ready to like dabble in listening to podcasts again um, you know, five and a half months later. So here we are. But um, yeah, kind of a and someone messaged me and said that they had the exact same experience where they were like, you know, things were just like really easily triggering or whatever. So anyway, that's just a random thing. If you're if you're in a season like that, you're not alone. Um, you're not weird or crazy for not wanting to listen to certain things. It's just sometimes hard to to listen to people talk about things that are like so far from your reality when you when you, I think that's the thing is like when you're going through something really fucking hard and then you hear conversations about like things that are just so like happy or easy or whatever it's just hard to listen to because it's just so far from what you're you know your your quote-unquote normal at the time um and you know that's just I don't know that was just one thing that I I had a hard time with I was like I can't like my entire world is like crashing down around me and I can't listen to whatever it may be. Um, so anyway, thankfully, I posted on you know Instagram this week or yesterday, I guess, that finally we're starting to like find joy again in life, which is really exciting because, you know, we had four, five months of feeling like joy was never going to come basically. Um, so and, you know, of course, it's not like joyful 100% of the time, but we are you know, things are much more joyful, aren't they? Yeah. Cause just Levi just literally feels so much better. He's doing so much better. And that is the biggest thing. It's like, I just really struggled, you know, when obviously all moms know this, when your baby is struggling, you struggle, like their pain is your pain and watching them struggle is so, so hard. And like, you wish you could do anything to take the pain away from them. And when you can't, it's just like, paralyzing and really really hard to watch um you know even like before Levi was born and like when Rhett was sick like that was bad enough like watching him have a really bad cough or a cold or like throwing up and and having a really bad tummy ache or whatever it's like you feel so sad and you just want to like take it away from them and then since Levi was born it's just been like a whole new level of holy shit like watching your child suffer and struggle for so long is just really really so hard and something I would never wish on anyone. Um, the level of stuff that we've been through with like watching Levi go through medical things. So anyway, again, I knew that there's going to be <laughs> so many tangents, but that's where my brain is at. Um, you know, I don't really have very organized thoughts right now and I probably won't for a while. So moving on for any fellow mamas that have kiddos with G tubes, I wanted to share a few random things. Um, that have been helpful for us lately. So someone messaged me about something called granulation and it can help with like healing the granulation tissue around the the G-tube site when it's healing. Um, and hello, are you looking at me? Um, and 
I just started using it a couple days ago because he overall, knock on wood, his YouTube site looks really good. We wash it twice a day, um, like how they taught us to in the hospital, basically. But um, I started using the granulation granulation um, stuff, which is like medicated uh, ointment kind of. A couple days ago, my a skilled nurse who visits our house once a week told me it was okay to use. So, you know, this is not medical advice, but <laughs> anyway, she said it was fine. Um, and so we used it on his site and like literally within a couple of days, it looked so much better. Um, so if anyone, if, if your kiddo has like that granulation tissue around the site, which is like apparently totally normal in the beginning months anyway, when it's still healing, um, that helped us a lot. I just got it on Amazon. It was like pretty cheap. So maybe 20 bucks or something. Um, also another thing for the site that we use is the Mepilex that you get from insurance or whatever. Um, or at least we do. So a lot of people told me, you know, I was asking about like the G tube, like reusable pads that you can put around the, the site or, um, uh, sorry, I just got distracted by something out the window. Um, but the, the reusable pads that you can use, like you can get on, on Etsy or Amazon or whatever versus the Mepilex and everyone recommended sticking with the Mepilex at least for like the first six months or so when it's like still really healing to minimize moisture and skin breakdown and that sometimes the pads are like a little bit too thick and can cause like rubbing and irritation and stuff. So anyway, I'm a big Mepilex fan anyway. So that's what we use and that's what we'll continue to use because everyone said that that's the best. So just a little tidbit there as well. Um, moving on to the next thing I had on my list, a recent obsession of mine is Viore clothing. So I've heard, so like, again, the Herself podcast is one of my favorites to listen to and Amy Kiefer um, and I guess Abby Green as well. They always talk about Viore and their clothes are really legit and super comfortable. It's basically like, athleisure um so think like lululemon or athleta or whatever but it's it's more of a it's a better price point i would say than lulu but it's it's it is a little bit pricey but it's so it's very good quality it's extremely comfortable it's super cute and i'm obsessed with it so ethan like in the past several months has been going on a viore shopping spree i swear like every day he's like head to toe viore clothing besides when he's going to work um And so when we were in the hospital with Levi recently on our anniversary, we went to the little, I guess, Crown Center, which was like across the street from the hospital and went shopping. And he was like, you have to get a couple of pieces of Yori clothing. Trust me, you won't regret it. And he was right. And so now I have like six things. I don't know, like several long sleeves and this pair of joggers I'm obsessed with. I'll link a couple of things for you um, or just go to my like to know it. That's where I have stuff linked, but um, it's really good. So if you're looking to like give yourself a gift or asking for anything for Christmas or something from your significant other or whoever, then that would be a great thing to ask for. Um, Another thing that I recently got that I'm pissed that no one told me about when I was a first time mom is a snap and go stroller because like, I don't know how I didn't know these existed, but um, I didn't. So like with Levi, obviously we have a ton of appointments like therapy and doctor's appointments and all kinds of stuff. And going in and out of them, especially when you have a kiddo on a tube with a continuous feed, you're carrying a lot of shit, basically. So going in and out of things, you know, in and out of the car, in and out of buildings by yourself is a lot Um, when you're carrying like a diaper bag and a pump, you know, feeding pump and all the things in your purse and your child. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, So this snap and go stroller, I got it on Amazon um, and I got one that was like, uh, like new, like open box or something. And it was like 57 bucks, but there's a, pu- a bunch of different options. Like 
Um, there's a Grego brand one and a Chico fit or whatever. Um, so the one that I got is snap and go, which is like a universal, like any infant carrier will fit in it. Um, and it's not like super durable for like terrain, like going on like a gravel road (laughs) or like long walks or anything. But again, for in and out of appointments, it's super clutch. So highly recommend that. I'll try to link that as well, or I'll link it on my Amazon page. Um, so those are some things that I'm obsessed with at the moment. Um, so hopefully that helps give you some ideas or inspiration of things to check out as well. Um, okay, moving on to some random questions that I got from people. Again, I'm going to try to make this somewhat quick. Someone asked, how did Rhett get, how did we get Rhett past the bath time tantrums because they're going through it right now? And all I have to say is, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That was seriously like a hell stage. Like you're, you have to bathe your child, like at least occasionally. So it's something that you like have to face. And when they are literally refusing or like standing up and screaming the entire time, like I remember there was a period of time where it was so stressful like we we would bathe him like once a week because we were like, this is so miserable for everyone involved that we just we couldn't do it. It would just ruin our moods for the rest of the day. <laughs> so anyway, if you're bathing your child once a week and otherwise doing like bath wipes or something, that is OK. Um, but with that said, the answer to that was dino bath bombs. So we got some dino bath bombs. They're like bath bombs where once they like dissolve in the bath, a little dino comes out. And obviously, if you know anything about my child, he is obsessed with dinos. Um, Are you going to be obsessed with dinos? Hmm? Um, So that has been a game changer for us. So again, I will link those for you as well, because um, even if your kid isn't obsessed with dinos, I think they would probably be like, wow, that's really exciting and fun. Um, So otherwise, I would say just like time. Unfortunately, I think, you know, with all things in motherhood, I feel like everything's a season, blah, blah, blah. But it's true. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of time before they like get over it and they move on to the next thing to be a pain in the ass about. <laughs> uh, just kidding, kind of. Um, someone said, first time mom needing advice. How do you take time for yourself as a mom? Whew, that's a loaded question. Do we have like an hour um, to talk about this one? I'll make it quick. I'll say ask for help because truly it takes a village to raise a child and like you shouldn't be doing it all by yourself and you know asking for people to like for example for me with Levi he refuses to sleep by himself like he is a contact sleeper and if I want to you know have a couple of hours hands-free to fold laundry or do whatever um you know go to the store or whatever um I'm, I need to ask for help so really that would be my biggest suggestion for first-time moms I think especially as a first-time mom you're like okay I only have one baby like I should be able to do this all myself like I know that's how I was with Rhett but once you have more kids especially a kid with like medical needs you're like holy shit I need help and I'm going to ask for it without any shame (laughs) so don't wait for like a situation like that to to ask for help because it's perfectly okay to ask for it and um you should because people in your life probably love you and want to help and they'll be more than happy to to do that so that would be my suggestion is like whether you're taking time for yourself to go on a walk or get your nails done or go shopping or you know even like freaking sit on your back porch and read like even just like the simple things it's okay to to do those things and and I think something that I need to remind my, myself of like right now it's really hard like Levi's a full-time job um so 
it's it's challenging to to take time for myself. Like right now I'm thinking, okay, I had to cancel my dentist appointment while we were inpatient, so I need to reschedule that. I just canceled an uh, a, an OB appointment for a pap smear. Um, I need I'm due for a skin check. I need, you know, like there's all these things. And then I'm like, but I also, shit, I really want to get my nails done. I haven't been able to do that for five months. I really want to get my hair done. And, you know, it's like there's self-care kinds of things that you want to do, but there's also like necessary things like essential, you know, important health appointments that you need to do too. And there's only so much time in the day. Oh, not to mention there's fucking laundry and the dishwasher and vacuuming and, you know, did I say laundry? Because holy shit, <laughs> that never ends. Um, so it's just like a lot, you know. So give yourself grace. Ask for help. Be okay with letting some things go. That one's hard for me because like I've mentioned this before. Ethan is much tidier than me. <laughs> so like he likes a clean house. He likes a clean space. I do too. Like I, I can appreciate a clean, tidy space. But I also can like let it go if there's some random shit on the floor. Like it's not going to make or break my day. But Ethan likes a clean space and he feels stressed when it is super messy, which I get. So but with that said, it kind of like it stresses me out knowing that he'll be stressed out if he comes home and it's messy. (laughs) Um, So that's that's a challenge sometimes. And I have to remind him like, hey, honey, we live here. You know, like there's sometimes there's going to be shoes on the floor or sometimes there's going to be dishes or whatever the you know whatever it is um I have to remind him like we we live here so it's not going to be pristine 100% of the time especially with two young children so there's that um next someone oh someone asked for baby names we didn't use I'll have to like I'll have to pull up pull that up on my phone hold on um I'll go to the next one in the meantime um, someone said, how much does Rhett know or understand about Levi's brain injury? And how do we talk to him about all of this? You know, he's, he'll be three in a couple of months. We, I mean, we don't really like take time to explain a lot of it because he doesn't really ask. And like, for example, when he was in the NICU, we got, you know, we explained to him, you know, brother is sick. He's at the hospital getting healthy and strong. And, you know, he just has to be there for a while. And like when he was in the NICU, Rhett did come visit him a couple times and stuff. And, you know, when he had like the Band-Aid, he had like an NG tube or most recently an NJ tube, you know, he had like the tape on his face to hold the tube in. And Rhett was always like, he has a Band-Aid. You know, he was always so concerned about like the (laughs) Band-Aid, the tape on his face. And so he would explain, you know, sweetie, that's a a tube that's putting milk milk straight into his belly to feed him um, so he can get strong. So things like that, like we're using like very basic language. And Rhett is, I was just talking to a friend about this. Like, thankfully, Rhett is such a smart, like, I feel like he's mature, you know, granted, he has absolutely has his toddler tantrum moments. But overall, he's like kind of mature and smart for his age, I feel like. So when we do explain things to him, like, for example, we're like, you can't, you know, please don't touch this tube, like his J tube, he's constantly attached to the IV pole right now, because he's on, or excuse me, his G tube. Um, He's, um, always attached to the IV because it's continuous feeds at the moment. And so like explain to him, you know, don't, don't touch this please. And you know, that kind of stuff. Like, thankfully we haven't had to worry about him like messing with anything. It would be harder if he was like two, I feel like versus like almost three, like he understands a lot. So, but with that said, we haven't like sat down and, and said like, you know, he had a brain injury, you know, it's just, just like, that's like stuff that he wouldn't necessarily like understand or really like care about yet. I don't feel like, um, you know, as, as things, as he gets older, 
you know, we'll just have to kind of see how things go over time as far as like Levi's um, abilities and things. And just explaining like, you know, he goes to therapy to get strong. And also too, Rhett is at daycare full time. So he's not like always fully like seeing that Levi goes to therapy so many times a week or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I know that's kind of a, a weird uh, roundabout answer, but that's just how it is for right now. We're not like going super in depth about all of it, but just kind of like if he if he has questions, we answer them in language that's appropriate for a three-year-old basically um okay someone asked someone asked about middle of the night mama merch and whether or not i'm doing that um i've been a little busy but if people are still interested let me know i think it'd be kind of fun to do some sort of merch um whether it's like i don't know middle of the night mama or just like mama something um we'll see i'll have to brainstorm on that but let me know if you're interested in that and i'll figure something out Someone said, what, what is one thing that others have done that has helped you the most? Basically, like since Levi's been born. So since we've been in the hospital and all that kind of stuff. So I get this question a lot because people are like, you know, my friend had has a kid with a diagnosis or my friend's uh, baby's in the NICU or whatever. And people want to know like what they can do to help, which I love. Um, so I would say food is the number one thing because, you know, no matter what you're going through, you got to eat. So bringing, bringing us meals like frozen meals has been super nice because we don't have to like stress about cooking it or eating at that moment. Um, if we weren't going to be home or something, but if you do like coordinate with the person to make sure that like a fresh meal is okay, then that is of course appreciated as well. Um, people bringing me like easy snacks to eat in the hospital was super helpful. Um, or like grab and go kind of stuff that I could take from home to the hospital was, was really nice. DoorDash funds was extremely helpful. Like we lived on DoorDash for, for a lot of the, the past five months, to be honest. And, um, it's just funny because I used to be someone who cooked like every single day. Um, so that's been a huge change for us, but obviously it's been a season where cooking has not been my first priority by any means. And, and I'm okay with that. And sometimes you just have to be okay with that. So that would be my biggest thing is, you know, food of some sort, meals, snacks, or DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever um, is super helpful. Also, if the person has like other kids or dogs or anything like that, helping with their other living creatures <laughs> is extremely helpful. So like grandparents like picking Red up or taking him to daycare or whatever when we were in the hospital or letting the dogs out while we were at the hospital all day, that kind of stuff. Um, continuing to check in honestly is like such a basic one, but like sending a text and saying, Hey, I'm thinking of you or, Hey, you know, I know a lot of people are like, it's, and I agree with this, like people saying like, what can I do to help? That's a hard question. Like when you're going through something really hard, you like don't even have the brain capacity to think about anything, let alone like thinking of what you need. So sometimes like saying, Hey, I'm going to do this thing for you. Like, Hey, I'm going to bring a frozen meal on this night or hey, I'm going to make a Costco or hey, like I'm running to Costco right now. What do you need from Costco? Like that was helpful because there were certain random times where I'm like, oh shit, we like we need toilet paper or whatever. Um, so that was really nice as well. Um, so yeah, just keep thinking of those people and also don't take it personally if they are like kind of standoffish or don't really. Hi. Hi. Um, if they seem kind of standoffish or or if they don't respond, don't take it personally. Obviously they have a lot going on. And sometimes like I was just telling someone this this morning, sometimes like when you're going through something, it's really hard to like talk to people 
about it who don't understand. Like like with all of this HIE, like with his diagnosis of HIE, especially in the first couple of months, I found it so much more helpful to talk to people who had kiddos with that exact diagnosis or something very really similar. Whereas talking to people who like couldn't understand at all was really hard sometimes. Like I didn't want to, I almost didn't want to talk to them or like I resented them. And again, it wasn't their fault, but like I was just not in a great headspace where I could always like have the capacity to like talk to them. Um, And, you know, that goes in waves as well. Like sometimes I really appreciated the check-ins and sometimes it felt overwhelming. So again, you know, go ahead and keep checking in on that person, but just know that like if they don't respond or they seem a little bit like standoffish, it's okay. Like they're they're just struggling and they'll get there eventually. And they'll they'll also appreciate and remember who was checking on them and trying to show up. So there's that as well. Um okay. I think that's that's actually all I had on my list. And I know that was like a bunch of random crap, but hopefully it was enjoyable somewhat to listen to. Hopefully you got an idea or two. Oh, baby names. Um, hold on. Baby names we didn't use. I was gonna see if there were any because I said this today. I we are definitely done having kids. So you can take any baby name you want. Let me see if I can find my baby names list. It's so far down. Oh my gosh. I really love the name Chandler. Oh my gosh. And speaking of freaking Chandler Bing passed away this past week and I'm seriously so sad about it. I'm a humongous friends lover and just still in shock about that. So rest in peace. He's amazing. Um, but that was the first name I saw on my list was Chandler. I loved Chandler for a girl, um, personally. And then we really liked the name Callum for a girl, um, or excuse me, for a boy, Callum, C-A-L-L-U-M. Um, and then another one I had on my list was Hayes. Um, let's see. I think the name Lincoln is cute. Um, Talon, I think is cute. Wyatt, I think is cute, but we thought it sounded too similar to Rhett. Um, and they both have like a double T. So I don't know. We didn't go with that. Um, let's see. Jack, I think is cute, but we know a lot of people with kids named Jack. So we didn't go with that. I think the name Tate is super cute. Um, Leo. Let's see. Riley, I thought was cute for a girl. I like the name Knox. Um, let's see what other ones. Oh yeah. For girls, I really liked Riley, R-Y-L-E-E. I really liked Kennedy, Chandler, Cody, Stella, Hallie Mae, Hutchison. I loved that name. Wish I could have used it. Um, I really liked the name Maeve, M-A-E-V-E. Um, I like Quinn. That's like basically all of them. Um, okay. That's all the questions. All right. That's it. I kept it under 30 minutes like I planned to. So I hope that was fun to listen to. I'll try to link some of those things up in the show notes. Otherwise you can always go to my Amazon page or my like to know it to find links to things. Um, and yeah, I hope that helped and have a great rest of your week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and took away some tips or wisdom that you can apply to boost your health and happiness starting today. If you did, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review to help other women like you find my show and get inspired to start living a life they love. Also, take a quick screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at wellness for the win so I can see why you love today's show. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time.